this message has been stirring inside of me, so maybe it's just for an appointed time as tonight, but let me read to you in, in Luke. It said, afterward, a Jewish leader named Simon, and I'm reading out of the Passion. This is such a wonderful translation, so if you, you can, it's online at BibleGateway.com. You can read the Passion, and you can get it in hardcover as well. Um, but Jesus went to the home of Simon, asked Jesus to his home for dinner, and Jesus accepted the invitation when he went to Simon's home, and he took a place at the table. In the neighborhood, there, neighborhood, there was an immoral woman on the streets known to be a prostitute. And when she heard of Jesus being in Simon's house, she took um, an exquisite flask made of alabaster. And she filled it with the most expensive perfume and went into the home of the Jewish religious leader and knelt at the feet of Jesus in front of all guests. And I, and I meant to say this. In the Passion, this chapter of Luke starts out at the very top of it. It's, it's called extravagant worship. And so when they were singing Defender, that is that same theme, extravagant worship, that all I did was praise, all I did was bow down, all I did was, was sit at your feet. That's exactly um, what this, this woman did as well. Broken and weeping, she covered his feet with his, her tears. I lost my place. From, that fell from her face, and she kept crying and drying her, his feet with her long hair. And over and over, she kissed Jesus' feet. And then she opened her flask and anointed his feet with her costly perfume. And I love this right here, as an act of worship. Now, if you, if you need a fill-in or a, a paper, raise your hand, and we'll try to get that to you as quick as we can. Something happened inside, inside, something happens inside of us when we realize that Jesus is more than enough. That this woman went into the home of this religious leader uninvited. She found herself at the feet of Jesus and was so overwhelmed in her heart that she's washing his feet with her tears, drying them with her hair. Then she pulls out, the Bible says, an expensive uh, container of oil, anoints his feet, and then the very last thing that we read says, as an act of worship to him. Something happens inside of us that Jesus' pure love requires a response out of our hearts. That anyone... And I think everyone that encounters the love of God in their life through Jesus, it requires a response out of us. That if we aren't overwhelmed by how much we are loved by the Savior, then there's more. That if we don't get to that place where we are absolutely bowled over by His intense and immense love for us, then there's, there's good news. There's, there's more. There's more for us. And forgive me, I'm doing, doing a, different, a different thing, so it's, it prompts me different. Forgive me. I lost my place. Can you, can you advance me? Do you mind advancing me? There it is. Forgive me, guys. I really lost my place big time. Oh, there we go. 
Sorry. You had it too. When Simon saw what had happened, you're like, what are you doing? It's a, it's a cue thing, and this looks different than what I normally use on the TV. So that's why I'm, and then it, un, see, it highlights it, and then it unhighlights it. So I'm not that talented. I don't know where the highlight went. <laughs> when Simon saw what had ha- happened, he thought, this man can't be a true prophet. Listen to what he's thinking. If he were really a prophet, he would know what kind of sinful woman is touching him. And then Jesus said, Simon, I have a word for you. Go, and Simon says, go ahead, teacher. I want to hear it. He answered. The woman with the oil knew Jesus as Lord. Simon only saw Jesus as a teacher. That Jesus responded to Simon. He, has, he says, I've got, I've got some... Then I want to tell you. And he says, go ahead and tell me, teacher. Because he had even backed off of that you're not even a prophet. (laughs) If you were a prophet, you would understand the sin and failure that's in front of you. All of my hope will spring forth from my understanding that Jesus is my Lord. That when that woman... And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop calling her a prostitute from now on. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you why in just a few, few minutes. When that woman understood him as Lord, something sprung up on the inside of her spirit. And whatever it was that sprung up on the inside of her spirit responded in worship to him. Responded to his heart. In this woman's heart was a revelation That Jesus is all that is necessary. Isn't that funny? Like Simon. Simon wasn't overwhelmed by his love. Simon wasn't overwhelmed by his presence. Simon wasn't overwhelmed by who who he came and represented. But that woman was. And for Simon, there was more. But for that woman, she was experiencing it. Let's keep reading. It is a story, Jesus is telling to Simon, it is a story about two men who were deeply in debt. One owed the bank $100,000. The other one owed $10,000. When it was obvious that neither one of them would be able to repay their debt, the kind banker graciously wrote off the debts and forgave them all that they had owed. Tell me, Simon, Jesus asked him, which of the two debtors would be the most thankful Which would be the one that would love the banker most? And Simon answered, I suppose it would be the one with the greatest debt forgiven. You're right, Jesus agreed. Let me me give you this thought. Let me give you this thought. Like I said, I'm going to stop referring to the woman as her sin. All manner of sin was dealt with by Jesus' blood. All manner. All manner. There There wasn't a degree. There wasn't... I'm going to deal with this kind of murder and adultery and, and uh, prostitution. I'm going to deal with that. And then I'm going to deal with lies and, and envy and gossip. It was all dealt with. All manner of sin. No worse sin held him on the cross longer. No worse. But when we understand that our own sin was removed. Our hearts respond to the love that removed that sin. 
that was Jesus' point to, to Simon. He said, you're focused on the degree of sin. You're focused on the level of sin. He said, I'm focused on the, the reaction and the response of her heart. And the reaction and the response of her heart was a reaction and a response of worship. Then he spoke to Simon about the woman still, still weeping at his feet. Jesus is so cool. He said, don't you see this woman kneeling here? She is doing for me what you didn't bother to do. When I entered your home as a guest, you didn't think about offering me water to wash the dust off my feet. Yet she came into your house, your house, and washed my feet with many tears and then dried them with her hair. You didn't even welcome me into your home with a customary kiss or of greeting. But this moment, but the moment that I came in, she has not stopped kissing my feet. Let me, let me stop here real quick because there's about five or six references in the Gospels to people that were at the feet of Jesus. Ms. Sheila posted this about the nickels, that beautiful are the feet of those who carry the gospel of good news. And, and it's interesting, this woman and different ones that were in the gospel, that when they responded to Jesus, they responded to his feet. And this woman was no different. She responded to his feet, and he said that since I've come in, she has not stopped washing my feet with her tears and kissing her feet. You did... You didn't take the time to anoint my head with fragrant oil, but she anointed my head and feet with the finest perfume. This woman's tears were inner worship from her heart, and Jesus knew it. She didn't need water for Jesus' feet. The water of her heart was washing them. And I think sometimes we get caught up and distracted when it comes to our walk with the Lord and we think, well, I've got to be doing things that really impress him or things that really are, are well noted in the, in the sight of God. And God's like, I, I want a response from your heart more than I want a response of your, of your work. That this woman had a response from her heart to him. What is Jesus saying about those who take the time for him. He's saying something very specific to Simon about this woman. Jesus is fully aware of every tear our heart brings to him in worship. Now this man Simon had invited Jesus into his home for dinner. But this woman invited him into her heart with worship. This man Simon was a, was a ruler, a religious ruler is what, what uh, the, the Bible says that he was a ruler and, and probably a significant person and, and a person of influence and clout. But this woman was a, was a heart toucher of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. This man, Simon, was recognized Jesus that he was a teacher and, and a borderline prophet, not a very good one. But this woman understand that he was the defender of her soul. And what was his stronger response to? Her. That she figured out simply Jesus. Jesus goes on. She has been forgiven of 
many sins. This is why she has shown me such extravagant love. But those who assume that they have very little to be forgiven will love me very little. Then Jesus said to the woman, all your sins are forgiven. Allie, would you come up? If you'll just stay on defender. There's a danger in thinking that we have less fault than someone else. Not in comparison. Not, not in saying I'm better off than someone else. Because that, that's danger in, in it of itself. But that's not the real, the real danger. Is that we don't think we need the Lord as much. Because we've got it a little bit better together than somebody else. And notice that this woman who came in with a, a title and a reputation leaves completely restored. And what was it? It was her response in worship to him. When our hearts understand that we, that we fully need all that Jesus is, then that same heart will be full. And I think one of the things that we deal with as believers is that we get to a place where we think that we're full. Where we think that we have enough. Where we think that we you know, follow all the right things and have all the right prescriptives about our life. And Jesus is saying, you know what, if you just simply had me, if just simply I was the focus of your heart and your life, if, it's, if I was just simply the affection of your soul, then that would be enough. Then that's where your fullness would come. That's where your wholeness would come. That's where your, where your interaction, and, and here like this woman, that were, that's where the outpouring, that's for somebody tonight, that's where the, where the outpouring of his heart over us takes place when we recognize who he is. And it's not the matter of sin. Sin, sin is not an issue with the Lord. Jonathan, how can you say that? Well, sin was already was dealt fully through Jesus. There's no, go, there's no going back. Jesus has already paid the full penalty of sin. So sin's not the issue. What, what, what is the, what, not the issue, but what is the, uh, the elephant in the room is, what do I do with his presence? What do I do with him? What do I do with him right in front of me? None of us, none of us in this place are probably thinking, well, he's just a good teacher. I don't think anybody in this place thinks that. But do we have that same attitude as that woman with that alabaster? Do we have that same response that you are all that I have? You are all that I need. You completely complete me. You fulfill me. You t- you've turned my life upside down. You've caused this response inside of me that there's, there's a response in my heart to, to your holiness, to your... Isn't that funny that a holy God draws us? And I, I don't have time to go into it, but he draws us because he's made us holy. He draws us because he's made us like him. I don't know about you, but I, I very easily and quickly am unimpressed with Jonathan. <laughs> Some of you are like, mm-hmm, we know why. <laughs> but he's not. He's not unimpressed with you. The Word of God says he's easily moved with the feelings of our infections. Why? Because his heart beats towards us. Isn't that amazing? This woman just made her way into this home, uninvited, 
because she knew the draw of God. Your last fill-in. There's something powerful when we place everything that we are at the feet of Jesus. So I don't know who this message is for. Maybe it's just for me. <laughs> That's, you know, it's kind of like when you go to somebody's house for dinner. You just get whatever they make. <laughs> Unless you go to Luby's with them. So this is just the food I prepared. Maybe it was for me, but maybe hopefully it tastes good to you. But I believe that God has a message for our hearts. And that message is more than, more than he wants our work, more than he wants our church attendance, more than he wants our amount of prayer time, more than he wants our Bible reading, and all of those are wonderful things. I believe every single one of those lead to his heart. But he wants that last part. He wants our heart to respond to his. He wants our heart to shut out everything else that comes to distract and to condemn. Can you imagine the audacity of this woman? She knows who she is. She knows she's uninvited. She knows she's not welcome. But it didn't stop her. It didn't move her. What did move her was the heart of love. And that heart of love pressed in, drew her. And at the end of that story, at the end of that, that Luke story, the extravagant worship, that heart moved the heart of God. Don't you want that to be said about your life? Let's pray tonight. Father, we thank you that you are easily moved by our worship. You're easily responsive to who we are. And so, Lord, for whoever that, maybe it's just for me, but I believe it's for many people, that you would continue to prompt our hearts and, and stir our lives to respond to you more. That, that you're not asking for expensive gifts. You're not requiring tears to, to, to wash your feet. You're not requiring expensive perfume. But what you are, what you are looking for, you're looking for people whose heart and affections are set towards you. And it is your joy. It is your honor. It is your heart to respond to that. So God, I just believe that you're going to encourage somebody in here tonight that as they worship, that you're fully attentive. That as they respond, you respond back. And let our lives just be simply Jesus. Simply Him. In Jesus' name. Amen. Have you had a